This is Think Retail, a podcast where top designers, strategists, thought leaders, and business people discuss what's coming next. Hi, I'm Melinda at SLD, and you're listening to Think Retail, and today we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence. So if I say the words artificial intelligence, what pops into your mind? Maybe you think about Westworld or self-driving cars or robot soldiers, maybe chatbots, video game characters. What exactly constitutes AI? Today we're talking to Kunal Chopra, a business transformation and management consultant who specializes in optimizing delivery models. And this is going to be part one of two series about AI. Today he's going to tell us what it is and what it isn't. And this will be a little bit more of a high level talk about artificial intelligence. And in part two, we are going to put it into context for um, retailers. So Kunal, thank you for joining us today. Pleased to have you here. Can you um, start us off by telling us a little bit about what you do and how you became interested in artificial intelligence? Absolutely, and thank you for having me as a, as a guest. Uh, what do I do? So I've spent the last 15 years of my 20-year career focused on transforming how organizations operate, um, not just uh, from the operating excellence standpoint in finding cost reduction, but really innovating service experience all the way through, you know, how do we engage our clients? What is that interaction model? How do they want to be served? Mm -hmm. And then looking backwards across technology process, you know, our staff, do they have the right skills? Do we have the right technology? Do we have the right process? And how do I really build, you know, that experience uh, to engage my clients? So it's been a lot, a lot of large scale transformation and, and um, innovation work. Mm-hmm. Um, my interest in AI arose from a couple of places. One, obviously given the line of work that I'm in uh, and what I do, finding new approaches and new technologies to really innovate how organizations engage their clients is, is important and of interest to me. Uh, two, I'm also partnered with uh, Manish Gandhi, who's the founder, of, uh, founder and CEO of Gradient Descent AI, which is an organization based in Toronto that actually helps non-technology companies uh, understand AI and how to approach it and how to implement it into their organizations. So Manish has been critical in educating me uh, on you know the possibilities of AI, what it can and can't do, and I think both are very important. Uh, there's a lot of misperception around uh, what it can do or what it is, um, and and really just you know improving my understanding uh, of what it does and how it can be used. So that's a great place to start off. What are some common misconceptions about artificial intelligence? What are the most common things that you run into? So it's interesting. Manish and I were presenting at a large banking conference in the U.S. last year, and we ran workshops on emerging technology for about 200 attendees over a couple of sessions. And we asked the question uh, to the attendees, you know, what do you believe AI is? And we actually put up a slide of a, of a robot from Terminator. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, the room chuckled. And we honestly asked the question, is this AI? Um, and you could tell... Some honestly believed it was, and I don't blame them. It, you know, before getting involved and, and getting educated, it's probably my belief as well. One of the more common misperceptions around AI, I believe, is that it's evil, and that we're going to be dominated by a world of, of robots um, that you know control humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think part of that belief is is generated via the media. I know that uh, people such as Elon Musk, who's obviously you know one of the more innovative people in the world. Uh, do have a belief that that is a possibility, and I'm not right. saying that it, it's it's not, but I don't believe that's what AI is. Right. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously Hollywood has 
taken artificial intelligence and turned yep. it into all kinds of things. So how far away are we from an autonomous robot that can go and act like a human? How far away are we from that? I don't think we're too far away from from autonomous anything, whether it's autonomous vehicles, whether it's, you know, robots which can engage with humanity and, and understand emotion and, and replicate some of that. Will they ever be human? Of course not. Mm -hmm. um, are we anywhere close to a world where we're, again, you know, we're cyber armies and whatnot? I don't believe we are. But AI is going to play a critical role in everything we do, uh, whether we see it or whether it's behind the scenes. And that world is coming soon. So can you give us a definition that describes what artificial intelligence is as it exists today? Uh, good question. Um, I would define it as, as kind of, you know, machines replicating some of the intelligence and cognitive abilities of humans. Uh, and they'll do this through, uh, through data and through finding patterns in that data and then extrapolating intelligent insight and um, emotion from that. So for someone who doesn't understand that kind of language, um, just tell me, can you give me an example of what that means in, in action? Like, what would that look like? Sure. So, you know, places where we see AI having played a role um, to date that most people aren't really aware of, um, cyber defense systems. Let's talk about that. You know, corporations use these to prevent themselves from being hacked. These are largely based off uh, machines analyzing data in real time, identifying whether a transaction or something hitting you know their, their firewalls is actually valid or is a threat, right? So this is a, a, a pretty critical example. It's all about data. It's about taking what's happening in real time, analyzing it again against uh, you know a, a, a very strong database of, of previous history and transactions, and then understanding and making cognitive judgment on is this valid or is it a threat right right okay. so that that i think is a, a a fairly clear example yeah that's great and how do you see this changing and growing in the future the abilities of ai and let's talk about it maybe in the immediate future and then if you want to go beyond that maybe the immediate future let's start with that I think in the immediate future, we're still, it's going to change rapidly, and it is. Uh, you know, we talk about this, Manish and I, quite a bit, and, and, you know, his view on it being so deep into it is that this is exponential growth, mm -hmm. and we see it everywhere. Um, you know, organizations are trying to figure out what it is, how they implement it, whether they're large, whether they're small organizations. They're thinking about it, and they need to do something with it. So the, the role of AI is, and the use, and the use cases are, growing exponentially and will continue to do so. We're very much in the exploratory phase okay. uh, of this and, and I think the uh, the pace at which it's changing is remarkable. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of runway ahead of us in terms of what we learn and how we apply AI. I, I don't think we've even scratched the surface at this point. Right. So we talked a little bit about some of the fears that people have about artificial intelligence being evil. Are there other concerns that people may have about, you know, what about other other concerns beside the sort of Hollywood image of the Terminator? Yeah, I think a lot of the concerns that people have are are, are normal human-related concerns about change. Um, there's fears of automation, uh, you know, and what it will mean to people's livelihoods and jobs, and, and we've heard about, you know, um, basic income programs that will have to be generated by governments to, to replace what's lost, uh, you know, jobs lost by AI and whatnot. 
So I think that one of the greatest concerns is really just a natural human um, tendency to, to be nervous about change. Mm -hmm. And as somebody who's spent their career, um, you know, over, over three quarters of it now as a change agent within organizations, I completely understand the sentiment. Uh, change isn't easy, and the pace at which the world is changing now and technology and AI are changing is remarkable. Um, you know, over the past 15 years, I've seen things change go go from, you know, basic process change and Lean Six Sigma type stuff to the emergence of digital, um, to the emergence of, of things like robotic process automation. And I will tell you, the pace of change has never been as fast as it is now. Um, so I completely understand why there's hesitation uh, and why there's concern. I mean, this is why entire disciplines and career paths around change management exist. Uh, it's because we as humans aren't uh, aren't geared for change. We don't like it. <laughs> um, uh, you know, at least the majority of us don't. And you know, it's going to require effort. So it's not to say that you know the Hollywood um, image of AI is not um, practical. There are some practical concerns, um, and it will take time and it will take effort for us to to get over them. And I think as we learn about what AI is and isn't. Uh, as we see it impl implemented in, in broader capacities, we will have to adjust, um, you know, our level of knowledge, our career paths, our skill sets, to make sure that we can uh, continue to be productive in that world. Right, and I mean, you mentioned people being concerned about losing their jobs to automation. Is there also maybe a concern that governments are not going to keep pace because governments typically are really slow to move on this kind of thing? What What's your take on that? Yeah, I, I think governments are, are generally very slow with the vast majority of things, um, some being more progressive than others. Um, I do think there's going to have to be effort to involved. I do think that, you know, not just with AI and automation, but the world is changing on many fronts. And, and you know, whether it's demographic changes or other changes, the way society functions is going to have to change going forward. And technology is going to be one of the key drivers of that. Right. I mean, I'd heard a statistic that self-driving trucks, for example, could cause up to half a million job loss in yeah. the United States. Yep. And that alone is just a massive number of people who could suddenly find themselves out of work. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and, you know, truck driving is a, is a key driver of the economy. Yeah. Um, you know, Elon Musk was, I think Tesla reported their quarterly numbers last night, and Elon Musk was out talking about how... They're going to have the ability to turn uh, Tesla cars once they, they get the autonomous vehicle model right into taxis. So if you own a Tesla and you're, it's parked on your driveway because you're not using it, this thing could be out driving people around town and making you money. Yeah. Uh, but then again, you know, we've now pretty much automated away the taxi industry as well and, and all those jobs if that becomes a reality. So, you know, it is going to change and jobs are going to be lost. The question will become how do we reskill those individuals who are affected and, and how do we reintegrate them back into the workforce. Right. So if, I'm going to shift focus just a little so that we can kind of get ready for our next episode and talk about the context for retailers. If there was one key benefit that artificial intelligence could offer to retail brands right now, what's what would that one thing be? I would say a much deeper understanding of their clients. Okay. Um, you know, as we've seen AI emerge in consumer-facing interactions, um, 
still early days on that front, but the data behind, you know, in terms of what organizations have about their clients, this is where AI can really get involved and really understand the data in a way that, that you know, it would take humans months or years to do. Mm-hmm. Um, given that it's fundamentally about data and patterns and technology pulling in this data so that, you know, engines, AI-driven engines behind the scenes can make sense of the data, Retailers really have an opportunity here to deploy AI to really get to know their clients, their individual preferences, uh, their individual buying patterns um, at a far more intimate level and then do something with that. Right. Great. Okay. So thank you for that. And we'll see you for part two. Kanal is right. We aren't great at change. And the speed of change right now, as far as technology goes, may just be too fast in some people's opinions. That being said, it's here and it's happening and understanding the technology at least at a basic level can help alleviate the anxiety, but also more importantly, help us to address concerns as they arise. This episode was really meant to give you a foundation for part two, which we're gonna publish at the same time. And in part two, we're gonna get into specific detail about AI in the retail environment, and I hope you'll join us. For more information about Think Retail, you can reach us at info at sld.com. For more episodes, visit us online at sld.com slash podcast. Next time, we discuss how artificial intelligence can be leveraged in a retail environment. We hope you'll join us.